0: Hey there, thanks for tuning to Home Abroad Podcast, a podcast that will answer all your burning questions about moving to a different country. It's Angelina, your host, an expert from Ukraine who's been living in the Netherlands for over seven years. Today we're having over who just recently moved to Berlin with his family. Hey Renjit! welcome to the show. Could you please tell about yourself to start off? Uh, where you come from, what you're doing, uh, what brings you to Berlin? <laughs>
1: Yeah, sure, of course. Um, so, my name is uh, Ranjit. I'm, com- I'm from India. Um, exactly, uh, I'm from Chennai. Uh, Chennai is the city name. And in Berlin, I'm living with my family. Uh, I have my uh, wife and three-year-old kid living with me here. Uh, I moved to Berlin this year. Um, so, here I'm working as a uh, senior system administrator for delivery hero. Which is one of the largest uh, online food delivery company, um, uh, and uh, my wife is still looking for a job. And my uh, kidney is not going to Kita yet, uh, but we are still uh, have to apply for that uh, because uh, right now I'm in a temporary accommodation here. Yeah. So we will be applying for a long-term accommodation soon, and after that uh, she will be starting the Kita. Um, so, uh, yeah, uh, we are also waiting for our uh, residents permit here. Uh, we have applied, but uh, waiting for the appointment. Um, yeah, uh, that's all about me. Well, nice to meet you. Um, could you
0: tell a bit more about your reason to move to Berlin? Uh, I can imagine it's quite a, quite a tough decision to leave your home country and your family uh, in India. You. Generally, are quite close to your parents, yeah. and you, it's quite a big decision. So,
1: mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, in India, uh, actually, yeah, um, I had my uh, car and my relatives, <laughs> so yeah, it's very difficult, uh, a difficult decision to move to a different country by living all this. Um, so, uh, yeah, in India, actually, um. Uh, my only my mom is uh, there uh, my dad is no more so my mom is actually uh, staying near to my sister's place so um, she will be able to manage um yeah um well the main reason why i came to berlin is because of the job uh even though i have been in international companies uh, more than 10 years uh, still i never got a chance to go abroad and work uh, but this time i got a chance to um go to a foreign country and they work there in that office um, so that's the reason mainly i moved to berlin and apart from that berlin is a nice city uh, there are lots of things we can watch i mean we can see uh, and also the culture uh, there are lots of things we can learn from a new country um, so that is also one of the main reasons and and the thing is that once you get a uh European visa, you can visit all the European countries uh, that are part of the European Union. So that's also the um, reason uh, why I moved to Berlin. Um, and moreover, uh, here, uh, there's not much people, I mean, uh, you know, it is one of the busiest places. There are lots of people here. It is like a calm and a quiet place. There's not much people around here. <laughs> so. Yeah, the, that's also a beautiful part of this uh, place. Um, yeah, that's the main reason I moved to Berlin uh, and still have to explore more about this place. I'm still uh, visiting the playbook and finding out more.
0: Yeah, how long have you been living there now?
1: Uh, I moved to Berlin in June, so it's been three months.
0: Have you actually been to Europe or to Germany before you moved?
1: Now, uh, I've never been to uh, Germany yet. I mean, this is the first time, even in Europe, I'm uh, living. Uh, even though I uh, went to or visited uh, America and uh, some uh, Asian countries, still, so I haven't uh, come to uh, Europe, and this is the first time in Europe. Yeah.
0: Nice. And how did, you, how did you prepare for the move? Because I can imagine, well, it's, it's not just uh, moving to a neighboring country. It's like really crossing the globe. So how did you prepare? Did you um, look up information online? Did you follow some, I don't know, blogs or social media accounts? Or how did you do your research?
1: Yeah. Uh, actually, um, one of my, uh, not one, there are three or four friends I was uh, living in Berlin. Not only in Berlin, uh, some other part of Germany also. So I checked with them and figured out uh, how the culture is and um, how the work life is here, and also got some information from them. Also, I did uh, uh, some research by myself uh, from uh, their YouTube channels and blogs. So I read all these things and got an idea about how it will be like. Germany or in Berlin. And um, we also uh, tried to learn some basic German using some mobile apps like in Duolingo and all. So yeah. we got some basic uh, idea about what we have to face in Germany or Berlin. So this is how we prepared. Uh, but uh, it, it was uh, quite uh, easy to adapt to the change. Um, It was not as difficult as they are mentioned in the blogs and all. Uh, Maybe (laughs) people from different countries having different perspectives. So yeah. Um, So here I don't find much difficult in adapting the changes. But uh, yeah, there are a few things that are different when compared to India. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Can you tell a bit more about them? Yeah, of course I can uh, tell you. Uh, the first thing I can say is about the climate. Um, I'm coming from Chennai. Chennai is one of the hottest places in India. Uh, the, the climate will be, I mean, the temperature will be, uh, go up to 40 degrees uh, during summer, and the average uh, temperature will be like around 35 degrees. Uh, but in Germany, uh, I reached in Germany in summertime, so here also I can see the temperature is going up to uh, 35 degrees. And uh,
0: especially lately, it was really hot. <laughs> yeah,
1: this time it was uh, record heat. Uh, yeah,
0: I was in Berlin like three weeks ago, and it was uh, like thirty-two degrees. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I heard this time it is pretty bad. Uh, so, but for me it is fine because I, I didn't have to adjust much uh, about the temperature or the climate first because the temperature is almost same. Uh, but it much better here because in Chennai, it is like it, it is very humid, so you will always feel sweaty. Here it is like less humid, so even if the temperature is high, you won't feel that sweaty. So that's why in German houses or in Berlin, there is no pan, <laughs> but in uh, India, it's uh, very common. In every house, you can find pan, uh, but here there is no pan, uh, only you can find a uh, room heater. So that's the main difference <laughs> that I can see. But people uh, said in uh, winter it will be uh, harsh, so you definitely need a home heater. Uh, so maybe that's why. Uh, so that temperature variation or the climate change is one thing I can say. But uh, in, at night time it is go, go, goes down to 12 degrees or 15. It will go below 15 degrees. That is also I have seen here. But in China it won't go below 20. So yeah, the climate is the one part if you are coming from the southern side of or the the, uh, the area which is hotter, then i don't think there's much difficult to adapt if you are coming in summer, but if you're coming from north india then yeah uh, you can easily adapt to the winter here <laughs> because in north india the temperature can go low so it won't be a problem for them so that is one thing the next thing i can say is um, about food uh, so people usually mention that it's difficult to get our Indian food here uh, so you have to adjust a lot but what I have seen is that in German supermarkets you can buy um, all basic stuff that you can uh, find it in Indian supermarket. but of course there are a few things that are not uh, available like uh, some vegetables um, for example uh, beetroot or um, what else Okra.
0: And did, did you check like a uh, farmer's market or something like that?
1: Uh, far, no, uh, I'm talking about the big supermarkets like Rewe or little Aldi and all. Um, so I haven't been to the farmer's market yet. Um, so yeah, in these kind of supermarkets, you can find all the basic stuff uh, like uh, bread, uh, cheese, everything is there that we use in India also. So, but a few things like ghee. Ghee is not available here, so yeah, that you can about find here. And for oil part also, uh, you can find uh, sunflower oil and uh, um, olive oil here, but uh, the coconut oil I haven't found yet, but uh, my friend said it's available, but uh, still I haven't found. But coconut milk is available, uh, so that is also one of the common things that we are using in India, at least on the southern part of India. Um, and uh, vegetables like okra and earth will not be available here in uh, German supermarkets so if you are specific to such kind of vegetables then you have to go to the Indian supermarket here in Germany and uh, you will get it from there and also some spices uh, that uh, you will not be able to find in German supermarket apart from that all other stuff you can buy uh, from German supermarket. so uh, that is uh, okay for me, so I can adjust it to all these <laughs> uh, food items. So I'm not specific to that much of Indian uh, style of traditional foods. So that's fine for me. Right.
0: And uh, did you did you visit any of the Indian restaurants in Berlin? Because uh, you know, for me, it, uh, when I visit the Indian restaurants, I definitely really like it. But when I look online, everybody says it's not authentic at all.
1: Uh, no, I haven't. <laughs> Actually, we are planning to visit one of the general restaurants so soon because we, we already have the idea about how this uh, food tastes like. So we don't want to taste it again. <laughs> uh, yeah, only once we went to uh, an general restaurant uh, that is called Shadwana uh, Pavan, which is in Paul's uh, Um uh It's after the Brandenburg Gate near to the Brandenburg Gate. Uh, to, uh, the Brandenburg Gate. Uh, so we went there once actually we were we wanted to try some Indian food uh, because it's been a long time <laughs> we haven't ate anything Indian so we went there and had some uh, uh what I forgot the name of the food okay um so some kind of dosha we had and uh yeah and that's that's the only time we went there but it was uh it was like Indian, uh taste only there's no change but uh I heard that people are changing the style uh, according to the German taste because they are not used to very really spicy food probably that's why uh, they are changing the uh, the ingredients and all here so I, I cannot comment more about this because I have not tried much only once we went there yeah
0: In, you went to ethnic stores like the Indian stores uh, where they sell more Indian products right uh, on, uh, actually my wife
1: uh, yeah my wife usually goes to Indian supermarket Usually, in the sense, so once in a week, she goes to Indian supermarket and to buy some food items like, uh, you know, um, uh, some uh, flour and all. Uh, so for that only we are going uh, to Indian supermarket. Otherwise, we buy everything from the German supermarket nearby because there is no Indian supermarket near where I am staying. Uh, it's a bit far, so we are we don't usually go there. So yeah.
0: Okay, there are not many of them, I guess yes but would you say that the like the variety of products is good enough for you to you know find everything you need or would you say that you know if you really like some sort of food uh, from back home and you really miss it, you need to like actually you know pack your bags uh, when you're planning to move and like pack all the spices
1: that you need yeah, while well, uh, coming to Germany, we have uh, we pack some food items. Uh, food items in the sense uh, some spices and all, uh, that that uh, maybe difficult to find here. So uh, we pack such kind of items. Uh, but uh, it's okay. We can manage even without that. <laughs> and uh, if if I want to pay some Indian food, then we can go to Indian supermarket. I mean, restaurants that would be better uh, because you know, if you go to Indian supermarket and buy Indian food items, I mean, vegetables or some other masala and uh, such kind of items, then you have to pay more. Uh, really. It cost a lot, uh, so it's much better, yeah, from cost perspective, it's better to go to German supermarket and buy stuff from there. Um, so, yeah, that, uh, that's, that's what about the food items. So we don't need to carry a lot of food items unnecessarily while traveling to Germany because it's uh, okay, we can manage food here. Um, next thing I can say about the foodware. Uh I thought people are wearing only shoes here. Uh, because when I went to US, I can see people are wearing only shoes, you not know, the, uh, the footwear they're wearing. Uh, but here we can see in summertime, people are wearing the uh, the footwear with the straps. We call it sandals. Um, so it, it's uh, common here. People are wearing all kinds of footwear here. So I didn't eat, I actually pack my uh, sandals. I left it in India and came. <laughs> I thought, we uh, yeah wearing shoes always here. Then I bought one from the Primark. Primark is one of the major clothing uh, apparel. Uh, you can buy everything, fashion materials and everything. You can buy from Primark. So I bought a couple of sandals uh, from there. Uh, so yeah, that's the other thing. Then I can say about the 9 euro ticket. The 9 euro ticket is one which enables us to travel in all types of public transport. Um, during the summer times uh i heard it is only for 3 months um you can just install the app in the mobile and uh, bbj app then uh, you can uh, uh, order for an annual ticket it's valid only for one month then again next month you need to order the new ticket so if you have that ticket then we can travel around germany without any restrictions only restriction i can see is about uh, the ICE. ic means intercity kind of uh, trains Apart from that everywhere, you can travel with that.
0: You can travel anywhere in Germany and the only thing you need is just to buy yeah. your ticket and download the app.
1: Mm, yeah. That sounds amazing. Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's really cool. Uh, there's no such thing in India like a single ticket and travel in any transport. There's no such kind of thing in India. Yeah, I'm still using that uh, because it's very convenient. We don't need to. Otherwise, you know, if you open BBJ app, you can see a lot of. Kind of tickets and you need to understand what zone we are going to. There are different types of zone in Berlin like ABC and we have to decide uh, according to that what ticket you need to purchase. I still don't know how to do that because when I reached here there was 9 euro ticket and it is still there so I'm using that. So it's very convenient if <laughs> you don't need to worry about where we are traveling.
0: But you don't use it outside of
1: Berlin? No, no I haven't uh, because yeah, no, we are traveling only in berlin nowadays so yeah (laughs) that is a other thing that we do not find in india and the nine euro ticket thing the next thing that i can say about the letters or mailing systems so in berlin or germany there are lots of letters you will get in the post box Uh, in india also we used to get a lot of letters in uh, 90s Uh, then after 2000 i think at the the frequency is reduced. Uh, like uh, things are uh, moved to a digital, so everything is coming in email or SMS. Uh, such kind of where uh, the government or paper or marketing uh, happening. So uh, letters are less nowadays in India, but here it is still prevalent. Uh, if you check your letter box once in a day, you can find something there. So that is another thing. And also, if you are applied for, uh, suppose you are creating an account uh, online, then they will give you username in the email and password will be coming in postal. So, such kind of things are there. <laughs> uh, then, yeah. Um, so, that is the, the difference that I can see here. Next thing that I can say is about the language. Um,
0: you really did your homework. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I just noted down what are the things I wanted to talk about because otherwise I will be thinking like what I have to talk (laughs) about. So I just noted down, so it would be easy for me to speak. Thank you, (laughs) I appreciate it. Okay,
0: but okay, yes, uh, tell me. So about the language, did you actually know German before? You said you used Duolingo before coming here, right? So you need like tiny bit basics, I guess
1: yeah i i have the basics of german so i can read at least some words and understand what it is exactly uh but here uh it's like um you know in hindi also and hindi is one of the languages of india so in hindi also we have the uh, the the gender-based uh, uh words like um here also uh, we have such kind of thing uh, in english we don't have so it's a uh, it's a a female or male voice based on that we have to change the words so uh, that part is a bit confusing um, even for a simple the we have to use three different kind of words in germany uh german language so yeah that's a the a difficult part uh, apart from that it's okay again i can notice uh, i, I can read and understand what it would be So i mean even even though I won't get the complete meaning, still I can get. Because there is the words are very long. There is no space in between. Actually, it may be a small word, a uh, complaint. Here it is written as a big word. So uh, you feel like it's a very long word <laughs> uh, while you're reading. Uh, so, yeah, uh, that's the thing.
0: And did you have any struggles with it, you know? Like, uh, for example, I can imagine you, in your first uh, months, you needed to get, you know, a German SIM card, you know, uh, yeah. get a bank account. Yeah. And uh, w- were people able to, you know, serve you in, in English? Or did you try to understand German? I can
1: imagine those was hard. Uh, in bank, it, it was OK, because the bank manager knows English, so we conversed in English only. But uh, while taking the SIM card, uh, we went to uh, um, a spa tea shop uh, here, it's it's kind of a small shop, uh, it's, a, it's a kiosk kind of shop, um, The we had a bit of struggle to uh, inform him that we want a SIM card, but uh, the, there, were, there were two guys, one guy can't uh, just uh, understand English a little bit, so he understood what we wanted and uh, he gave us the, the SIM card and uh, that's how we managed. Uh, so, yeah, if you go to some small uh, shops and all, then you definitely need German. Uh, otherwise, it's okay. If people can manage the English. Um, and once one repair guy came here to check our room, Peter, so he also uh, was, it was very difficult for him to, to converse in English. So in certain scenarios, you need German. Otherwise, it's fine. With English, you can manage. Even my friends who are living here more than four years, uh, they are still speaking in, in English only. <laughs> they don't know German. So they said, it's okay, we can manage.
0: Wow, and they're not trying to learn German.
1: <laughs> Some guys are not because they haven't yet decided whether they will stay here for a long or not. Uh, because I was wondering whether why they are still in the blue card, why they are not applying for a PR. Then they said, they haven't yet decided whether they have to stay here or they are moving. So, yeah.
0: <laughs> and in your company, um, for your for your job, you didn't have to have any German priority?
1: And no, uh, because IT fields, you know, uh, we don't need a language requirement. Uh, we can um, come with uh, the English also. So uh, there is no language requirement for IT. Uh, other than IT, I think, uh, if you have a job which requires you have to converse with the customers, then you need German. Uh, one of my colleagues said. Um, Uh, he knew german because he's marketing uh for his job to be succeeded then he has to learn some german otherwise it would be difficult yeah it depends upon the job i guess our job does not require german right
0: and uh well so you said you work in i.t do you also have a like this special visa for i.t uh or do you have a european blue card uh
1: special in the sense yeah there are uh Actually, there are two types of work visas. Uh, it, it actually depends upon your salary. Um, so if your salary is about, I think, 50,000 uh, euros, then I don't know the exact figure, but it's about 50,000 euros, then you'll get a blue card. Uh, if it is less than that, then you'll get a normal work visa. That's what I, that's what I understand. And uh, based on my salary, I can get a blue card. But if you are applying, but in India, you will not get the, the work permit directly. Instead, you will get a national visa, which is uh, also known as D visa, and it is valid for only six months. So in that six months, you have to be in Berlin or Germany, and we have to apply for our residence permit. So uh, this residence permit is what the blue card or the number of visa, actually, uh, and also in in uh, IT, it's also a specialized area, so uh, we can apply for some uh, fast-track processing and all. Um, but for my job, it was required uh, from federal, um, uh, some uh, work-related department, they mentioned that we have, my company is only applied for the fast-track process, but they said it is not required. I can just directly apply for that. So I just, uh, uh, when, uh, took a printout of the letter and uh, applied with my uh, visa, visa application and they processed it within one week. Uh, actually um, it will, in, uh, uh, my visa processing, it just happened in uh, April, uh, so I applied in March for the appointment and I got the appointment by April, uh, it took almost one month to get the appointment, after getting the appointment uh, they processed my visa in one week so not only really my yeah not only really my my wife and kids also uh, they also applied along with me as dependents so uh us uh, 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 got a visa in one week time and uh, they sent it via post uh you know the in europe it is not e visa so it will they will stamp it in the passport so you'll get the passport in one week and also you can get the email uh, as much notifications like uh, where the uh, passport is currently, or uh, what the status of this information you get uh, get through SMS. Um, so in India, VFS is the agency which is handling the visa. So uh, we have to apply, apply to the VFS. They will collect the documents and the, the application. Then they will forward it to the um, uh, embassy or consulate. Then uh, they will process the visa. So this is how in India. And uh, yeah. Uh, one one month time is required to get an appointment. That's the longest part, and in between, you will not get any information like uh, when you can expect the appointment or not. Uh, when the, whenever the appointment is on, then you will get an email notification, like again, uh, schedule your slot. Uh, till that time, they will not give any information like when you can expect an appointment. <laughs> so right. that's one of the yeah difficult thing.
0: And then, uh, when you arrived to Berlin, uh, you applied for residence permits. Did it take long to get it?
1: Work, uh, yeah, no. Work permit is uh, still under processing. Like uh, we have applied for that in uh, July last week, but still, I haven't got any appointment. They said around eight weeks of time it will take to get an appointment. After getting appointment, yeah, just to get an appointment, you need to wait for eight weeks of time. After getting the appointment, again, it will take eight weeks of time to get the blue card. So it's a long process. <laughs> I see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, during this time, uh, we should not travel outside Berlin or, or outside Germany because um, they, they will be asking us to uh, come for our appointment very next day. So if we are traveling to a distant place, then it would be difficult for us to come back. So that day recommended, not very well and um, this so yeah it's a long process it will take time yeah
0: <laughs> and um did it like did you have to look for housing for a long time because i can imagine burning is a bit competitive uh market uh housing wise yeah uh, did it take you a lot of effort to find a house and how early did you start to look for it
1: yeah even uh, for short-term accommodation, also it was very difficult um i acquired for almost um uh, I don't have the figure, but a lot of uh, applications I have sent. Finally, one I got from the Housing dot com, and um, yeah, that's how I got the first one. Uh, that time also the rent was very high because in, uh because of this uh, Ukraine Russia war, um, the gas prices are getting high here. So that's why the landlord already told me that uh, your rent will be more. Um, so yeah, it's uh, the prices are more nowadays. And uh, just started by looking for the long-term accommodation and, um, and uh, just started. So I didn't send too much applications, just a few applications I made. I'm uh, still waiting to get the response from the landlords. And, and yeah, the rent is high nowadays. <laughs> so you're still looking for a place? Permanent one, yeah. Which neighborhood do you live in? Uh, we are living in the northeast side. Uh, we are called uh, Pankow area here. Pankow is the district in Berlin. Yeah, uh, okay. In Pankow, uh, there's a place called Weiser, Weisersee. Weisersee is a beautiful lake surrounded by parks. So, near to that place, we are uh, staying. It's only a couple of stops from here. So, yeah. Near to that uh, place I'm staying,
0: and do you like the area? Yeah,
1: definitely. This area is actually very really calm, quiet, and uh, still. It's better. Uh, it has good connectivity. Like uh, there are two uh, tram connectivity here, one in the front and one in the back, and uh, so that we can go anywhere. If the first, uh, the one side is blocked, then the other one is open, so we can. We are not isolated, so we can travel anyway. <laughs> so yeah, this place is really good.
0: That's great. Uh, happy to hear that. In, in, indeed, uh, public transport in Berlin is incredibly efficient. Yeah. Could you tell a bit more about uh, German culture and the way you experience it so far? Um, from my experience, uh, people in Berlin are quite friendly and there's like a lot of different cultures. So it's always interesting for me to be there. But uh, from what I've heard, uh, Germans, especially in Berlin, can also come across a bit rude sometimes. Uh, they do have like this kind of dry sense of humor, directness, and um, irony mm. <laughs>
1: uh,
0: in the way they talk. So, could you tell me a bit about your experience so far?
1: Okay. As um, far uh, as I understand, uh, Germans are friendly. Uh, uh, based on Berlin, we cannot uh, comment from the entire Germany because Berlin is an international city here, people from <laughs> lots of places are uh, uh, present, so uh, yeah, uh, most of them are friendly, only uh, I never had any bad experience, only once we had that because of my mistake, uh, I was, was uh, walking in the cycling, uh, we didn't have such kind of lane in India, but here it is like, uh, uh, like you are walking uh, through the road. then uh, Mm -hmm. then definitely the drivers will (laughs) shout at us. So like that, we cannot walk uh, or step into the (laughs) cyclone. So nowadays I know what is the cyclone and where we can walk. So that's the only situation they they got angry. Uh, Otherwise, yeah, they are all uh, pretty friendly. And there's no bad experience from their side.
0: That's great to hear. I can imagine your company is uh, quite international, right? So there is not so much of like traditional German culture there. Um, But do you feel like the work culture is very different from the Indian one that you're used to?
1: Yes, definitely. Uh, In my company, there are people from more than 108 countries. So uh, it's like an international place. Uh, They do not have any particular Style of, uh, or it's not a pure German thing, but uh, it's a uh, it's totally different place. Like um, uh, people from different countries are there, so we celebrate everything. Uh, there should be something to celebrate in every week. So, <laughs> yeah, and the work culture is yes, uh, truly uh, they mean what uh, work well I mean, work life balance is because in India, um, even though we have the work life balance. Uh, still uh, my boss asked me to work in the weekends or and during the off hours uh, still you'll get a call in the early morning and all in case of some urgent issues and all so there certain pressure you can always feel uh, in India even though they offer work life balance um, but here I never felt such kind of thing uh my job is like a nine to five after five oclock. you will not get any follow mail to work on or uh, look into something <laughs> so maybe it's uh, because of my work profile, which is bit changed here while moving to here uh, maybe because of that, but still uh, generally what I heard is like uh from my colleagues and friends are told me like um there's not much uh, pressure when compared to India uh, but uh, yeah, it's uh, it's very nice to work here. People are well friendly, and um, yeah, I didn't find any problem here. It's very nice to work here.
0: I'm glad you've been having such a great experience so far. Yeah. And on a last note, um, mm-hmm. is there anything you wish you knew before moving to Berlin?
1: Uh, yeah. Actually, um, there are lots of things I can say, that <laughs> which are different from India. Like you can just return the bottle and get some money from the Google market or you can get some discount. Uh, that thing is not in India. Like uh, Similarly, uh, here we don't have any UPI payment system uh, like a Google, Google Pay or a Paytm kind of uh, soft, uh, tools we are not using here. We have to carry the coins or cash, uh, the currency itself uh, in certain in uh, restaurants and all. So um, these are not uh, in India nowadays they are all using the digital payments nowadays, even the small shops also in India.
0: In other European countries too.
1: (laughs) And also in Sunday, there is no restaurant. I mean, except restaurant, there is nothing in Sunday. That is also different than compared to India, because in India, Sunday and Saturday are all for shopping. So there is no holiday for them. (laughs) But here, Sunday is completely off. So nobody will be there and straight. And also the signals, uh, While while crossing the road um, uh, in India, there is only traffic light for the workers, not for the people or the pedestrians. Here uh, we have the traffic lights for pedestrians. Even in the US also uh, similarly, there is a pedestrian signal. But here it is like it's automated. Uh, We have to wait for the the light to turn to green, then only we can uh, cross. And US we can operate it manually. That's the uh, other thing what I have seen. Then uh, one thing is the that I want to say is about the broadcast fee, uh, which is not in India. Even though we have some free channels available in India, we don't have to pay for that. But in Berlin or Germany, we have to pay the broadcast fee that is about eighty one eight eighteen euros per month. That's quite some. So that is also a different thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> otherwise, my landlord says you have to prove that you don't have a TV. Otherwise, and then you will get my exception. Maybe you will get some exception, but almost 90% of people are paying the broadcast fee so we have to pay that uh so uh, yeah and also about the insurance part yeah we, uh, we have at least uh, two three insurance we should have like yeah, mandatory medical insurance uh, liability insurance um and also you if, you if you want you can take some house household insurance vendor I don't have those. I have only liability insurance and medical insurance. But the advantage is that medical insurance covers everything. Uh, But in India, you will get it covered only if you are admitted to the hospital as an inpatient. Otherwise, you will not get covered. Even even in inpatients, you have to still um, pay for the disposable items like gloves, uh, syringe, that kind of items you have to still pay. Uh, But in in Germany, uh, we don't have to pay a single penny unless you are going for some uh, expensive dental treatment or something. Otherwise, you don't need to pay anything. So these kind of things are really good. And also uh, the, the garbage recycling part. Uh, here, we have to segregate the garbage in five, four or five items based on that you have to put in the basket. Uh, but in India, you have to segregate it based on three items, like uh, uh, recy- uh, recyclable, then non recyclable then a sanitary waste, like three types of categories there, but here it is like five category.
0: Yeah. I hear sometimes that people have struggles figuring out where to put each other item. Yeah. Oh, did you also have any issues <laughs> with that?
1: <laughs> yes. Uh, but my landlord said it's easy. You just open the lid and see what people are putting in here. There based <laughs> on that you put the waste there.
0: Yeah, that's a good tip.
1: Yeah, the glass items we can easily distinguish uh, because for so white glass or the transparent glass, there is a bright bin. Colored glass there is a bright bin. But at the glass item it's easy, but this uh, the other type of garbage is difficult because sometimes paper put it in, uh, I mean wrongly put in the basket, so it's difficult to uh, identify where to put what. Yeah, for cardboards and all uh, the different baskets, that we can easily identify, but this uh, recyclable and non-recyclable, these things often get mixed up. That's what I have seen. Um, So, yeah.
0: Um, Thank you so much. Actually, my timer is running out, so we need to come to an end. (laughs) Okay, sure. Um, Thanks so much for joining me today. I'm sure that um, you definitely brought up a lot of helpful tips for anyone who's moving to Berlin from India. I hope you have a lovely time living there. Thank you. It was really nice meeting you and have a nice evening.
1: Nice to meet you too. Bye, Angela. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
0: Thanks for listening to this episode of Home Abroad Podcast. You can find the full transcript of the episode and other helpful tips on housinganywhere.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe to our podcast on Apple or Spotify. And if you'd like to share your story, please reach out to us at contenthousinganywhere.com. At